Hello there, you're listening to the Sort Yourself Out podcast. This week, we're discussing how we can live more spiritually in our daily lives. I'm your host, Janine Hunt, natural health therapist for over 30 years, hypnotherapist, lifelong learner, and student of the ageless wisdom. Here on the Sort Yourself Out podcast, and in my Better Than Happy Zone membership, I teach powerful, top-down techniques and practices so that you can master your mind and emotions, free yourself of what's holding you back, expand your consciousness, and nourish your soul. So let's get started. Well, hello there, and thank you so much for joining me today. This week, we're discussing how we can live more spiritually in our daily lives, how we can anchor spirituality into daily existence. This is what being spiritual is all about, right? Becoming more and more of our spiritual self and less of the little self, the ego, Nespa. <laughs> now, in the ageless wisdom, this is known as spiritual livingness. And this is what we are meant to be doing as people who are consciously treading the spiritual path. This is about walking the talk and putting our money where our mouth is. It's about expressing our true values through our life activities. Now, very often, we as curious spiritual seekers absorb enormous quantities of information relating to spiritual growth and enlightenment. We're seekers, we're learners. And this is a good thing. However, we need to make use of this information in our daily lives or it can become problematic. And this is one of the major glamours on the spiritual path that we flit from thing to thing and teacher to teacher and we don't really apply what we learn in our daily lives. So in this scenario, there's no real point to the learning. In fact, it becomes a negative factor in our lives that can actually hold us back on the path. Spiritual teachings need to be assimilated by us and brought into expression through our thoughts and words and activities in the world. Or really, what's the point? It's not about simply knowing stuff intellectually, but about bringing what we know into practical expression. This is how knowledge becomes wisdom. And we are dealing with spiritual energies here. And they can actually become harmful to us if they are not released, if our learnings are not radiated out into the world and shared with others. This is a law of spiritual growth that we need to express horizontally what we receive vertically. We need to inhabit and embody what we know. Many people think that spirituality is an airy-fairy, head-in-the-clouds kind of thing. But it's not, or at least it shouldn't be. It's a deeply practical thing as we literally anchor 
our spiritual learnings and enlightenment onto the physical plane. This is how the spirit that inhabits the earth evolves. We are like cells that make up its body. The more whole and healthy the individual cells, the higher their order of operation, the more evolved the planet becomes. We are literally spiritualizing the planet, the life in whom we live and move and have our being. We are anchoring more light onto the earth, and thus we are redeeming our own negative energies and glamours and illusions, but also those of the collective, which have persisted for eons, and the planet. Because we are the atoms, human atoms that make up the life of the planet, along with the animal, vegetable, and mineral kingdoms. And as humans, we are responsible for evolving the lower kingdoms. We are the macrocosm of the lower kingdoms, and it is our duty as the human family to be the custodians and caretakers of them and to help them evolve. And as we evolve, they evolve and they benefit. And this is the nature of expansion and how we evolve as individuals and en masse. It's how we make the world a better place, one by one, enlightened individuals adding up to create positive change in the collective, and not just the human collective, but the whole damn thing. <laughs> Louise Hay said, All the theory in the world is useless unless we know how to apply it and make a change. So how do we do it? Well, we need to make our lives something of a spiritual laboratory. The ageless wisdom is scientific in nature. And as students, we are asked to put the teachings to the test in daily life and to learn their value for ourselves. As such, they become practical wisdom garnered from direct experience, and we attain proof of their validity. We know the teachings are true, or not, as the case may be, because we have tested them out. And this is how we discern truth. A statement from the Tibetan teacher at the beginning of the Alice Bailey books says, the books that I have written are sent out with no claim for their acceptance. They may or may not be correct, true, and useful. It is for you to ascertain their truth by right practice and by the exercise of the intuition. If the teaching conveyed calls forth a response from the illumined mind of the worker in the world and brings forth a flashing of his intuition— then let that teaching be accepted. But not otherwise. If the statements meet with eventual co corroboration or are deemed true under the test of the law of correspondences, then that is well and good. But should this not be so, let not the student accept what is said. Wow, that is refreshing, is it not? And this is where spirituality differs from religion. Religion is like taking another's word for it. We're told what to believe, and if we don't follow the beliefs of one specific sect, 
we are toast, <laughs> totally buggered, <laughs> and usually cast into hell for all eternity. This is what I love about the ageless wisdom. It's not dogmatic or doctrinal in nature. It remains undistorted and undiluted by contemporary trends or the culture of any particular period in human history. It actually teaches us that we are responsible for our own evolution. In fact, the Tibetan tells us that that's what enlightenment is, the taking on of ever greater levels of responsibility. We don't grow spiritually through blind faith and relinquishing our power to some dude in a cassock. <laughs> we grow spiritually by surrendering our ego power to our own souls. Now, a lot of people don't like that word, surrender. But that's what living spiritually requires, transmuting our lower energies to higher ones and bringing them into our own awareness and taking our own responsibility for that process. The author, Paolo Coelho, said, People never learn by being told. They have to find out for themselves. So, we walk the spiritual path alone. That is its nature. And only we can do it for ourselves. But fortunately, there are others who have gone before us who point the way and shine the light on the path for us. But ultimately, we need to learn the truth for ourselves and accept our power as spiritual beings and co-creators. We do this by having an open mind and putting spiritual principles to the test in our own lives. So we read our spiritual teachings with an open mind, but do not blindly believe them. We use our intuition and test them in the crucible of our own existence. And this is how we achieve alignment and integration with our own soul and begin to express here on earth the qualities, skills, talents, gifts, and the purpose of the soul that it has been cultivating across countless incarnations. Nothing is lost in the life of the soul, and through the process of reincarnation, we start each new life experience with all the hard-won gains from previous lives at our disposal. Whether we choose to use them is another matter. <laughs> so from now on, I recommend that you take your spiritual teachings seriously. Make your life a spiritual laboratory. Do the practices. Meditate every single day. That is the best practice out there for achieving integration with your soul and anchoring spiritual energies into your own life and into the world. So I'm going to wrap this up now, and I hope I've encouraged you to anchor your spiritual powers down here on the earth, where you and all of us can benefit from them. This is the plan for our evolution, 
And the more of us that play our part, the better the world will be. So if you don't meditate already, I recommend that you download my free quick start guide to doable meditation. I provide really simple no-fuss instructions on how to meditate, and I'm talking meditation that only takes five minutes. It includes tips to make sure you can fit it into your day and move past any resistance you might feel about starting a daily meditation practice. And this is the thing with meditation. It's daily practice. That's the important thing. It's That is where we really notice the benefits and begin to make changes in our lives. So do give it a go, as meditation is the technique par excellence to help you live spiritually and to anchor your spiritual energies in your daily life on the earth plane. That is what we are here to do. And if you really want to take your spiritual livingness to the next level, you might want to join my Better Than Happy Zone membership, which is full of trainings, techniques, and practices to help you do just that. Have a look at betterthanhappyzone.com. Oh yes, my meditation guide. You can get my quick start guide to doable meditation at theinspirationcloud.com slash syo80 and I will put a link in the show notes. Okay, my friend, that is all for today. Thanks so much for spending your time with me. I really do appreciate it. Take care and I will see you next week. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening and for sharing this podcast and for subscribing and leaving me a lovely five-star review on iTunes. Those things really help to get the podcast out there so that it can serve more people. If you have any questions or would like me to address a certain topic, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at info at Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.